You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Welcome to another episode of Anti-Social Show, a show that believes in the fourth dimension. I am Hunter Block, and he's... Tyson Saner. Hello, Tyson. So we are uh, we are back um, after a brief, small hiatus, but if you notice, unlike other shows, we actually still provide content for you in our absence so that you don't miss us uh, entirely. Um... But that's also called the paradox of of being a podcaster because you can record a bunch of stuff in one night and break it down into multiple weeks, of course, the way we do it. This way, if we were to take a vacation, let's say, or Tyson needs to run off and do something or I need to run off and do something, you will not miss us at all, ever. Right, right, right. Uh... Well, I got got to thinking. um, I was on my balcony the other night. And uh, just staring off into the distance. Um, and I got to thinking about... Uh, sorry. Yeah. I got, I got to thinking about the, uh, about the, the, uh, the paradox, the, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the podcaster paradox. And I'll get into that later into the show. Um, so what I wanted to make, uh, make reference of, and we never really do this when we open the show, is that if you notice the really cool intro that Tyson did... Um, you notice that it starts off with Brigade Radio 1. Well, that's where you can also hear us, BrigadeRadio1.org, uh, sponsored by Combat Radio, hosted by uh, Ethan Dentonmeyer. Go check them out. Very cool. And while you're at uh, BrigadeRadio1.org, by all means, listen to the other podcasts or soundcasts that are up there. Um, some pretty cool stuff. Um, so getting back to the, to the, uh, to the paradox... As Tyson and I can sit here right now because I don't I don't know how many episodes that we still have in the can before you'll hear this one. How many do we have? Like three, four, something like that. Uh, as before, this one finishes recording. Yes, uh, I think at least two. Two. So theoretically, two or three, two or three, two or three. Yeah. Okay, so we have three. So theoretically, if we had more than that, and then we decided to to do this one. I mean, we can set this thing in July, uh, in October. We could be like, hey, listen, this is October now. And, you know, even though it's not, it's it's the middle of June or something like end of June. Um, but we can make it sound like it's in October. That's that's a cool that's the whole part of the paradox. You know, what I'm saying we can like play scary sounds and Halloween music. <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. <laughs> I used to be able to do a witch, a witch noise. Which noise is that? The witch noise. But I can't get my voice up that high anymore. 
Yeah, I can't. I, I can't either. Get my voice up that high. Um, <laughs> that's the sound, but it's like a, it's like a, a guy. A guy would have. <gasps> I can't get up there. Right now. Oh, no. <laughs> so I can't even try. It's like my throat's going. Don't attempt it. And it's like okay, because I don't want to be like <laughs> the rest of this program. So. Right, and, and like, you know, potentially uh, uh, sound it like you're stroking out on the show when you're really not stroking out on the show. Or just damaged vocal cords. Or just damaged vocal cords, right, right, right. I'll be stroking. <laughs> stroking. Now, before, like the day before the show or the day of the show, right, do you find, because I know I do, and I just really thought about this the other day, do you find like you talk less because, you know, you're going to do uh, an episode of either uh, Anti-Social Show or Succotash. You mean, like, during the day? Yeah, like, during the day. Do, like, do you, like, use your vocals, like, less? No. No, I, 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 I'll tell you why. Because I, I, when I'm doing the, the work that I do in the middle of the day, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I tend to, it's it's physical, and I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts. And when I listen to other podcasts, because for Succotash, I listen to them. Uh, I listen to other podcasts. Uh, I, I hear a lot of conversations. I hear a lot of humor. And being a person who likes uh, theatrical content and whatnot and likes doing voices and, you know, trying to make people laugh with little character things and whatnot, like, that's kind of sort of always been my thing on some level. Uh, you know, you could practice... Voices during the day. That's what I do. Like the voice you're hearing right now is like, it's a combination of volume and like, like less volume, but more like my voice sounds very raspy to me right now, but it's not, it's like, I can't talk too loud. So, uh, so, but I got to be able to be understood. So, so, uh, um, so no, no, I'm, I'm testing things out. I'm singing to myself. I'm, you know, whatever it is, just trying to get, keep the, keep the vocal cords, um, active because I also like to sing and that's, you know, that requires a little more stressing of the vocal cords than talking does, depending on how much one talks. It's a different kind of exercise for the voice, for the, all that stuff in there, you know, the larynx and the, whatever the hell all these things are called in here, the, the voice box. You know the, the 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 voice box, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. and the mouth. You know, getting sounds and <laughs> going, going. You know, getting like limber and whatnot, and having the, having that always there. You know, so being able to make that rattling noise in the back of your throat that that Roy Orbison could do, that Mike Myers can also do, but like only being able to finding out that you can do that by accident. So it's like maybe you're driving to work and you you're, and you start going, but you're like making a you know a ba sound because you've got your baby in the car and you're trying to you know entertain him. Uh, which is, you know, fun, honestly mm. fun, you know, but you know, so you go like, bah, and then you like, it, it makes, I, I don't know if I can do the rattling sound right now, but it's sort of like a, no, see, it won't, it won't catch on my throat, but if I wet my throat down, excuse me, there it is. No, see now it's drying out again. You hear how that was doing it for a bit? It was going dead, 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 like that. So it's like a. And then that's I, because you're also you're also lubricating your vocal cords. Like you're lubricating your voice. Um, yeah. I remember back in the old days, before we started doing well, 
when we started the show up. So in other words, we started twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Before we started every episode in the in the, those days, I would drink a, a, a cup of hot tea. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. just to get the just to get the uh, the vocals going. But we don't have hot tea in the house, so there's no hot tea uh, tonight. Um, That's interesting because I'm I've been switching to tea in the morning instead of coffee. Oh, I love coffee. Are you kidding me? Like in the morning, I have to have like that cup. Otherwise, it's like, don't talk to me. No, yeah, I, I do too. That's why I had to stop drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you will not approach Tyson. You will not talk to Tyson until Tyson has t- uh, his coffee. Well, I was trying to get, I was trying to get something called Elfinin. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's the stuff that's in uh, green tea. Uh, and, you know, so I get caffeine and this other compound. So I was drinking green tea for like, Oh, almost two weeks, I think. Then I ran out of green tea, and I'm looking around the cabinet, and it's like, oh, there's green tea. Oh, wait, no, it's caffeine-free caffeine free green tea. So it's not good because the stuff that the green tea has it has in it works with the caffeine better. So it's like, I need the caffeinated kind. So what do we got here? Oh, I got black tea. I have some black tea, you know. Just drinking. Hello, dear, dear listeners, um, not to cut Tyson off real quick, and I just felt something at my feet. Fine. I am blabbing it's it's perfect no you're no you're you're fine um i would have let you continue but uh like i said i felt something move at my feet so dear listeners um yeah yeah yeah. so dear listeners i lived in a uh, a very big house for the past five years and the only living thing we've had in the house besides the family is the dog and obviously the dog is obviously out the room and has no contact with me during showtime now, in my new pad, I am living with three cats, and I told you that there's an archway, so there's no way to close that off. So right now I have one of our little babies right here, one of our little darlings. Um, I wish I can get her up onto the desk, but she probably will not make an appearance. But at any given time, yeah, no, can't, she can't pick her up. She's not, she's no, not small. She's the, she's the one who doesn't like to be picked up. The oh. other two don't. Oh, here we go. Never mind. Okay. There she is. Hold on. I don't think you can see her, but she's actually literally. In, oh, there, oh, you see a tail? I see a tail? Oh, look at that. Yep, 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 yep. So at any given time, she may just jump on the desk while I'm doing this. That's cute. Um, is that a cat? Or any, that's, yeah. a, that's a cat. That's a cat. Her okay. name is Luna. See, now for a second, I, I thought it was a dog. And I thought, I was like, oh, he's talking about having a dog. And I see this tail come into frame. And I'm like, okay, it's a dog tail. Oh, wait, it's not doing this. Like a dog's tail kind of as long and does this. It's going. Like, you know, cat's tails kind of ripple as they go along. So I'm like, oh, wait, no, I'm seeing a cat. I'm seeing a cat really close to the camera. Anyway, I'm actually surprised because out of uh, out of the three, I didn't think she'd be the one to uh, to jump on the desk and, and make herself known. The other two probably would. But, yeah, see, now she's she's basically exploring and she's going to walk on everything. And, uh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Her name is Luna. Luna, Luna. Yes, that's what you said. Yeah. She's the one that doesn't like to be uh, to be picked up at all. Um, she has no problem sitting on you, mm-hmm. um, but she doesn't like to be uh, kissed. Mm-hmm. You know, try to kiss her head. She, you know, it's like she's being murdered. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, she doesn't like it, and uh, and of course now she just wants attention because at four o'clock in the morning she's the only one that's up and wants to play and talk to you when you're trying to sleep. Very cool. So she's a night a night cat. Absolutely. Yep. And she likes to hide too. So. All right. Let me get down. You no, know, no, I know. I know very little about the uh, sleep habits of uh, the average feline 
So I, I don't know what is abnormal or what would be abnormal. Um, for the most part, some cats are more nocturnal at night. Others I've noticed are like more active during the day. Um, this one is more, uh, more nocturnal. And of course now she's just going to want to have her way now. Um, so you might see her a, a thousand times. You might not. Oh, your sound's getting a little more, more staticky, staticky as, as she walks, as she walks by. by. Also, yeah, also. I'll try to, uh, I'll try to keep her down. All right, come on, get down. Um, I, I think that's, I think we're all that's like, her. We're always here. here. Hold, hold on, hold, hold on. on. Something's, something's happening. <laughs> So, uh, dear listeners, that was my uh, just my small cat experience. Uh, so, going forward, when we start doing these recordings, um, you may uh, see one of them from time to time get bored and just jump on the desk. Um, Fun. They want to be a part of the show, too. Actually, you know what? We were taking bets, me and Jesse and I. We're taking bets on which one it was going to be because there's three. There's Puka, there's Evie, and there's Luna, right? So... We were taking bets on um, which one was going to be the one to join the festivities uh, during showtime, and we did not put any of our money on Lil. Um, Lil? Yeah, we, 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 we thought it was going to be Evie. Oh. Um, definitely not Luna. Um, surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what was the contest? Well, no, no, no. The bet was not really the bet, but we were putting our money on which one of them was going to try to uh, join in on the sh- on, on the, the show tonight. Um, so I'm just letting the audience, you know, the listeners know going forward that from time to time they may see a tail or a face or an ear uh, going forward. Um, so, but anyway, we were we were betting that it wasn't going to be. A different one. We we didn't think it was going to be Luna, obviously, because she has this fascination with the cat tower. That's where she lays, and that's where she continues to lay all day. So this is just this weird cool. heart, uh, you know. Cat tower. Yeah, cat tower. Do you have any? I, I I remember you having a dog at one point. Yeah, we we had a uh, we had a dog for I think nine years. I think uh, her name was Yori. Yes. She was a poodle. Yes, I remember. And she was diabetic. I remember that too. You were telling me about that. You don't keep any animals now, do you? Uh, no. 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 We might uh, eventually get another dog, perhaps, maybe when Jareth is older. Um, perhaps not. It's hard to say. I would get a, um, I mean, I wait till he gets a little bit older. I would get a, um, I'd get like a small dog. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's just, you know, some dogs, I guess, have better temperament with children than others. And, uh, that's something I got to consider. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. Some, 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 yeah, some dogs are better with small children than others. In fact, uh, I don't know which one specifically, but, uh, I know there's probably a list somewhere. Wow. My sound is coming in really, I don't know, I don't hear. That is right up to so, the microphone there. I, I like got that. the... That should work right there. Yes. I got to thinking the other day um, because I knew we were going to do the show. Um, have you ever noticed that everything weird happens in Florida? This sounds really familiar. 
yes, we've had this conversation like multiple times, and I, and I continuously go back to it because based on the fact that every once in a while something like something will pop up on social media of, of Florida, and I'm like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, like take, for example, the, the, the crackheads that were living in the, uh, the Walmart attic for like six months or something like that, and they were just they were living up there. I mean, I don't know. And this was in Florida. I don't know how they got away with it, but they did. Walmart uh, has an attic? Yes, like some type of attic. In the, yeah, and I wouldn't say like a, a oh, like tradition. A, like a storage like, loft of some sort? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Like I, I wouldn't like – not like a like an, an attic per se, like when you go up to someone's house and there's like an attic, but like, right. you know, some of like, like storage. Like what Clark Griswold gets stuck in in Christmas Vacation, you know? Right. Like a big right. version of that maybe. Right. It's uh, Christmas vacation. There's a there's a yearly viewing as far as films go. I don't know if I don't know if we're watching it this year or not. I can't remember if he might have sat through Christmas vacation when he was no way because it would have we would have watched it around Christmas and he wasn't born yet then. So I don't know. Yeah, sorry, just, just things are blending together. Well, that's <clears throat> well. Christmas is coming up, obviously, and... Um, and the goose is getting fat. <laughs> and who's getting fat? The goose. Oh, yes, the goose is getting fat, yes. yes. Christmas is coming, and the goose is getting fat. Um, so that would be, like, another thing to, you know, discuss on a future episode when it's around that time. Like, what movies do the listeners watch during the Christmas season? I know I only ever watch Christmas horror movies hmm. during the Hall- uh, you know, d- Halloween. During the, uh, the... Well, not just... Well, there's one or two that maybe aren't considered horror that I watch, like normal Christmas movies that I would like, you know, that I will entertain and sit down and watch. But I mean, did you ever see uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night? Absolutely love that movie. See, I've never seen that movie, uh, but I oh. but I've seen the image of the Santa with, with the arm coming out of the chimney with an axe. You know, that's a that's a pretty striking image. That is definitely a uh, an eighties uh, uh, classic right there in and of itself. I mean, I'm not going to give it away, but it's just something that you have to experience at least once in your life. Um, I don't think there's too much blood or gore in it. Um, it's like just a regular slasher movie, really. Just involves Santa Claus on an axe. Um, but the, the killer uh, obviously has basically uh, suffered some type of traumatic. Uh, experience as a child, which would uh, on Christmas, which obviously now uh, is why he's going around dressed as Santa Claus, killing all the bad people on Christmas, because, you know, it it was that traumatic experience that that drove him to it. You know what I mean? I mean, if we're going to talk about the the psychology of it, like you do, right, a breakdown and yeah, right. The the, dear listeners, that's what we do on the antisocial show. We break things down so you don't have to. Um. Mm-hmm. We're like bile. Yes. Bile can break down fat. So <laughs> some people chew the fat, we break it down. We break it down, right, right, right. Which makes us bile. We're going to chew the fat. Have you ever seen Dr. Detroit? No. Oh, my God, dude. I that is know. a There's actually is... a couple of like classic Saturday Night Live cast movies uh, that I've never seen. But and that's one of the neighbors is another one I've never seen along with Belushi and Aykroyd and I it's one I've always wanted to. Also, I think they did one called Continental Divide, but I'm not sure. 
Well, the reason why that came to mind is because you're talking about chewing the fat. Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, uh, he dresses as like a very strange character called the Doctor, right? The Doctor has a metal hand that's totally a glove. And it almost reminds me of like a a knockoff version of Freddy Krueger's glove if he wasn't a homicide, homicidal maniac, right? So the Doctor gets out of the car and he's like walking over to a character called Mom, who is basically like the head pimp in town. She's like the, she runs like a front limousine service and she's like the head pimp, right? So they have to meet in the grave, uh, not the grave, they have to meet in the, um, they have to meet in the junkyard at night to discuss a meeting. I have you to need. check on something. Okay. Okay. Sorry. But yep, hold, I'll, talk hold, about hold, hold, else. I'll talk about something else. So you come back. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So dear listeners, it's, it's been a minute since, um, you know, it's been a minute since I, I got back, and uh, I'm all nice and cozy in my new studio, and I'm playing, and I got the the little Lou right here in front of me. Yes, the little Lou, the little Luna, Lou Lou, um, the anti-social show mascot now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say something into the mic, Lou? No, you just want to jump on me. As we're waiting for Tyson to come back. Um, I feel like a version on prom night, really. I feel like I've never done this before. Um, it's just basically getting back into the swing of things. I mean, if you think about it, we've been literally three weeks, four weeks, something like that, uh, without having to have done an, uh, uh, an episode because we had plenty in the can. So you kind of like, I don't want to say get away from things like this, but it's just a matter of uh, falling back into the habit of being able to keep things going. Now Tyson is back, so I can explain the whole chew the fats thing. So anyway, getting back to getting back to Dan Aykroyd, who plays the doctor. Now right. he, he's also a college professor. Metal hand. So he he walks up and he's like wearing like this really like loud, obnoxious like like pimp suit. And he's got like the wig and the and the the sunglasses. He's got like the fifteen gold chains and the white shoes, and he's got this metal claw hand. And he's just walking over. He's like. kind of like that and, and then he's like let's chew the fat mom and like i'm just that's like my sound effect for like the the claw going on he's like let's chew the fat and, and then at some point he, he he picks her up in one of those claw things and he's like like you know dragging her over to like drop her he's like yes mom this one's on the doctor Good night, mom. And he just like drops her into a thing of cars. I'm telling you, dude, it's hilarious. You got to watch it. Okay, right. one of these times, I, will, there's, there's, I need to see a few of these movies. It's like, <laughs> like there's. I also haven't never seen. Um, uh, I just, I just had it in my head. I don't know if it was a Dan Aykroyd. One. It was Bill Murray. Meatballs. I've never seen Meatballs. That's actually there was quite a few uh, there was quite a few movies uh, that that was part of the Meatball franchise and it was a good all of them were good um, I think the first one had um, um, Bill Murray in it yeah I think yeah um, Saturday. Uh, Saturday so yeah. yes dear listener we have gone back to our uh, classic antisocial style or antisocial social style ways. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I mean, seventy four, of course. Uh, I think the caption was, "Didn't we? Uh, didn't you talk about how we were doing like classic anti-social show style stuff?" 
Um, sometimes it's it's nice just to get back to the basics of stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. You mean like Which, how, how we just just ping pong different thoughts? Oh yeah. So make me yeah, yeah, you know yeah. make that makes me think of this thing. Exactly. Well, I mean. Uh, you think about it like different things do lead to different things so different thoughts yeah i mean like bill like take like um um not bill cosby sorry there'll be no roofies in the drinks i promise ladies um uh, (laughs) george carlin who said that we do think (coughs) hold on one second sorry (laughs) oh i'm sorry allergies um but Bill Car- uh, George Carlin did say, you know, our thoughts and ideas can be as only as good as the quality of our language. We do think in thought or in language and ideas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at any given time, like, you know, you can mention one thing and all of a sudden this thing just pops in my head and I'm like, OK, well, here you go. Um, so when you when you started talking about chewing the fat, that's when that movie popped into my head because Dr. that Detroit. is yeah. Dr. Detroit. That is the funniest scene ever. When you see him dressed in his doctor garb, um, which has nothing to do with a doctor, by the way, he's more like a pimp, uh, just named the doctor. And so, yeah. Yes. Ah, so it's everything all right with the uh, the lad. I was assuming you had to go check on the uh, on the kid. Ah, you assume correctly. Um, it uh, yeah. I I just it wasn't yeah. I thought I'd heard something. It turns out it's because I live in an apartment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a four. It's a four-type apartment, uh, so I've got upstairs and I've got upstairs neighbors. And I share a wall? No, I don't share a wall. Yeah, I share one wall. Not this one. This is actually goes out to the hallway, so that's nice. Um, so now, do you have an upstairs-downstairs apartment, or you just have a one-level? Uh, it's a two-level. It's, two it's a four. It's a four-unit. So there's like one, two, three, four, and then next one over is also one, two, three, four. I, I don't know what that's called. I want to say it called a four square, so it's split level. And um, anyway, so yeah, it's just sometimes I can hear movement up there. And because I'm wearing the headphones, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell what's coming through here, what might be happening there, and what might just be somebody just walking a little, not necessarily heavily, but hitting the floorboard just right. So, you know, and then it's like, does that is that tapping on the wall? Because that's the signal I listen for is, you know, she needs my existence. She's right there, you know, and on the other side of the wall. So I'm living in an apartment now uh, for the first time in five years, and I have a neighbor downstairs underneath me. So what we did was we put rugs in uh, certain parts of the uh, of, you know of the house, mm-hmm. so that we don't disturb him. Like for example, the um, area rugs. Like for example, my studio has it's it's all carpeted now with area rugs, um, big area rug. You know, sure. The bedroom is the same way, area rug. The living room is the same way, area rug. This way, like, you don't make too much noise when you're walking around because it's all hardwood floors. And as you know, hardwood floors make noise when you walk. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other neighbor we have is, well, we don't have uh, technically a neighbor right now because it's vacant. But if you, if you I don't know if you can see where I'm pointing. I'm kind of, it looks like I'm pointing at you, but I'm really pointing at the wall. Okay. So there's a hallway beyond this wall and stairs that go down. So that's a common that's a common hallway just between me and the neighbor. So we're we shared the hallway if there was a neighbor there. And then there's stairs that go downstairs and out into the back. So right now, currently, there is no neighbor that I have to worry about because that whole place is completely vacant, which I hope it stays that way for a long time. I hope so, too. 
mm-hmm. if, if it's you know the thing you'd prefer. Um, you're like in the middle, like are you like in the middle of everything? Like you have like a person above you and a, and a person underneath you. Uh, no, no, it's just a two-story. It's a two-story, but it's a four. It's like a, a duplex on top of a duplex. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Basically, just a moment. All right, are you ready to rock and roll? Well, I thought so. Move this here. And, uh, put it on the Put that there. Hey, boo boo. Picking best. There. there we go. There we go. Okay. There we go. The ranger won't like that, Yogi. What? Hey, boo. Oh, yeah. Hey, it does sound like Yogi, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, boo boo. Yeah. I was going more for, um, the, I don't know which one is which, but there's Buddy and Jim. See, I've been I've been doing I've been watching classic Sesame Street because um, I haven't seen it in a long time, and I you know I started watching Sesame Street when I was pretty young, and uh, but not as young as like when it was first on. So I, I got to watch I'm on like episode seven now of the first season of Sesame Street from 1969, and they had these kind of like um, dim-witted characters, like played by actors not puppets, uh, and they're called Buddy and Jim, where they kind of learn very basic things, and it's like, a, I was like, and they're both, it's like Dumb and Dumber, basically. They're both, you know, like one thinks they're smarter than the other, and one is kind of like the, the more acquiescent character, the more, I guess, personal one. And he's the one who kind of talks like this. Hey, what's going on? Is, I don't know if it's Buddy or Jim, but <laughs> Jim's like, I know that. that he, Jim's like that guy. Jim's like the straight man of the two of them, but they're both... <laughs> Jim's like the straight man. Yeah, you know, like Bud Abbott and Luke Costello, you know, he's like, yeah. Bud was always like, you know, come on, Lou, you know, and I sorry, you bad, bad, you know, he's like, you know, so he was the clown and the, you know, the non-clown, you know, they're both kind of like, like, they're both sort of like the clown, but one is a little bit more of the, like, you know, the more... Oliver Hardy kind of, you know, of the two of them, he was the more straight man. And, you know, more. I'm kind of like the the clown of the anti-social show. Are you? Yeah, I'm sure, if you like that. Yeah, okay. So uh, that makes me the straight man. That's interesting. <laughs> not, not, not like a clown, like, per se, like, you know, like, uh, like he's a, like a pitiful, like, not like a, a pitiful, sad joke of the sense of the word, but like. No, no, no. We're, I, um, I think we're clearly defining the parameters of what we're talking about. I mean, it's this, you know, this character. Where, yeah, it's like the, the amusing character. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you obviously are amusing too because um, there's plenty of times I've lost my no, no, definitely not, dude. Like when you busted out that fucking uh, that linen roll collection, dude, I lost my shit. I'm just, I'm just, I'll let you know. And, and there was something else too. We we, we were uh, this is still at a point, right? So when we were when you were talking to, uh, I thought uh, we were rolling. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, so okay, so uh, dear listeners, um. So there was there was a, a, a an episode not too long ago that I'm not going to say who was on, but there was a, 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 a repeat guest on, and he's total a uh, huge bucket of win. I like the guy. Um, always have a lot of fun when he's on. Um, so so we were talking, and then all of a sudden Tyson started talking about something. I forget what he was talking about now because when you do like a lot of these episodes, you you forget the you forget the um, Content? Talk, 
the content, right. So, yeah, that's why I put, like, the notes in the episode also to, to see what kind of things. And even then, it's not – I can only do 30, list 30 things. So we talk about more things usually. Anyway, yeah. So at one point, Toyson – Toyson? Toyson, like I'm from New York. Toyson was talking about something and just made me lose my shit. Now, here's the thing. Like, the guest saw this, but Tyson was still talking. Like, as nothing was happening. So he's, like, still explaining this. And the more he's explaining this, the more I'm just losing my shit. And you can, like, you can tell that the guest is trying so hard not to die. Because I, I think it was more because they were watching me, like, completely completely lose my shit. And it was just, what you were saying was just funny. It was It was just one of those moments where you probably didn't intend it to be funny. But it was funny, and you, you just yeah, you just caught me off guard. It was kind of like the time when we were, we were doing that uh, prop to uh, ad living thing, when we were just making up a script in our head, and you're, you're talking about the set, you know, you're, you're talking about like the dog dying, and, and even though it wasn't funny, it was funny. Oh yeah, the serious game, yeah, yeah, the serious so scene. It was, it was one of those moments where you just completely caught uh, caught me off guard, and I just died. Like fucking howling in laughter, and I know like Tyson's like thinking, "Oh my god, I got to hit that button again." Where it's like he said the f word, so it has to be whatever you have for the f word. Um, what do you have? The f word. It's uh, it's the it's it's a sound from the Skype ringtone. Uh, yes, it's it. it. It just sounds very much like it's like a whoop noise, and it, it it sounds like the f word kind of without sounding like it. it, it, it yeah, yeah. I got to thinking about that. You know why that's so funny? Like every like I'm more uh, prone to cursing than you are, and why that's funny is because you obviously have different uh, uh, different sounds for the different various curse words that I may or may not drop. I do uh, unintentionally, of course. Um, but if you watch that one episode from the Sponge uh, from SpongeBob where they're talking about how you shouldn't curse, and every time they did curse, they they basically bleeped it out but you could still tell what it was mm-hmm. that's why it was hilarious yeah i think you told me about that one episode where it's like yeah, yeah where spongebob is like, i won't say it because i want you to i want you to be able to i don't i didn't, didn't want you to, have to, to do a spit take so i was wait. i wanted you to get a good drink of water or a good drink of liquid before uh yeah so like when he walks into the into the crossy crab he's like hey mr Krabs, how the fuck are yeah yeah except and he it, doesn't say that yeah no well, well yeah he doesn't say that but they but Subconsciously, though, even though he doesn't say it, so like, let's say he didn't say it. Let's just say he said, "Mr. Krabs, how the are you?" Yeah. But then add that part into it, right? Like that right. that part. Your mind basically fills in the rest, oh, yeah. right? Of course it so, does. I mean, yeah. So he might not have said the word, you know, the f word, right? Mm-hmm. But because they bleeped it out, your mind automatically assumes that he said that word. And that's why you can just tell what he's saying. Like every almost every single dirty word they said in that in that particular episode, your mind is just basically filling in the rest. I mean, right. you know what I mean? It, it's, that's the great thing about the human mind is like you look at something and your mind like, let's say you, you, you they provide you with A, B, C, cut out D and go to the next letter. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Your mind will basically A, B, C, D, E, whatever it is, E, right? So they cut out E. Your mind's going to fill in that part. Mm-hmm. So, sure. You know what I mean? So that, that's what's funny about it. <laughs> so. A, B, C, D, E. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A. 
H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-E-W-X-Y-N-Z. Now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Yeah, I've been singing that song a lot because it sounds like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, uh, by not by not by accident. And my my uh, son's his mobile uh, plays um, like four lullaby lullabies on a loop of like a digital music box. So it doesn't sound like a music box, but it's simply composed like a music box would be. But it's like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by Bonnie. Bonnie lies over the ocean. That one. Bonnie lies over the sea. And uh, then there's the one I don't know the lyrics to, but I, it was Brahms Lullaby, and that's the one that's like, I think Bugs Bunny sings in his Hi Shivai and Good Night. So I don't know, because it's, these are not whole memories. Uh, and, and and what else? Oh, Mockingbird. Yes. Memories. Speaking of memories, that's another thing I wanted to touch upon. Um, but we could talk about that later in the show if you want to. Um, but um, I happen to uh, you know think. Speaking of like childhood and things like that. Sure. Um, you're not that much. Well, you're how older than me? Six years. Six years. Okay, so we're like basically in the same age gap. Um, when we were kids, like it was a completely different world. Like we had things like Exorcist, uh, Exorcist uh, sketch, Exorcist uh, sketch, yeah. Yes. Uh, remember Glowworm? Um, I think so. Yeah, like that little, like that little worm that glowed and stuff like that. Was it? A, was it a? Yeah, it was like a kid's toy. It was like a slug type thing. It was like, yeah, yeah. it was. But it, yes, I do, I do. And they actually lit up. Uh, I think yes. On the commercial, I think it lit up like green. Green. Yep. Uh, Teddy Rupskin. Teddy Ruxpin, yeah, the Teddy Ruxpin, yeah. the talking bear. I had that. Can I you mean, and I be friends? Yes. That's oh my. Said, that's what he said in the commercial. I just, I just so wish I still had that because, like, the amount of stuff that you could do with him, like nowadays, like you could take like a tape and like like Metallica or something like that, or oh, yeah. you know, it. I mean, oh my god, I, I yep. Yeah, I just wish I still had that. Like, it's phenomenal. Yeah, Teddy Ruxpin's are. It's interesting. I never had a Teddy Ruxpin, but um, no. there was a. He also had. A, speaking of worms, he had like a grub, Grubby, a friend named Grubby, and I was like, this, "Yeah, this, I never had Grubby. It's kind of there, but like apparently you could link them up and they like would talk back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. think like I don't know how you would do that because never got to explore that, but um, I like that idea because uh, well you know it's like I kind of like that the dark ride thing so you sit and you basically ride through and watch puppets and it's you know like recreations of things so the idea that there could or Chuck E. Cheese where it's like you know puppets that have banter back and forth so I like the idea of multiple animatronic you know physical physical items actual touchable puppet type things where you can turn on a story and have them act out all the parts and you can actually watch them do the you know that that the idea of that is very you know here's the sad i don't know if you're going to take your kid to a chuck e cheese but here's a sad part chuck e cheese is definitely different from now yeah when we were kids like for example when i was a kid yeah they had like they had like a live person walking around dressed like you know like chucky right like chuck e cheese or whatever Mm -hmm. they had a ball pit um, yeah, they had uh, arcade games all from before 1983. So completely different, uh, completely different. Uh, I, I think the kids nowadays are have definitely out on a lot of stuff. 
like a Flynn's arcade level selection of arcade games, where if you just pause, you know, if you freeze frame on Flynn's arcade and look at all the recognizable games, you'll see like you'll probably see Space Invaders and Defender and um, um, uh, oh god, I'm blanking. Centipede might be on there. I'm not sure. Maybe Centipede. Centipede. Oh, speaking of which, no spoilers, but I finally saw Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. I finally saw Captain Marvel. Oh, oh, how was it? really good so i'm watching all the uh you know the marvel universe so i haven't seen avengers endgame yet and i'm not going to see the new spider-man we're we're watching them in order now as best we can but we can't really get to the theaters so i want to see um well i still need to see uh captain marvel Mm -hmm. i definitely want to see end games and i still need i I definitely want to see dark phoenix yeah, I, I want to see Dark Phoenix. I, it, you know, it, I don't think it did well at first. I don't know if it's doing well now, but it kind of bottomed at the beginning of the of the of, the, of its first weekend. So you know, I'll, I'll still. And you know, people are talking about how it's killed the X Men franchise and stuff, and it's like, I, you know, I'm still going to see it because I, I yeah. can't not look. You know, I, I can't look away. I have to see. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to see how awful it is. If it's that awful, certainly, you know. Uh, what. Well, I- it's like um, I, I mean, if it bombed as you're saying it bombed, I think it did. I mean, look, it, it's the early reports were not good. It's only been out for what a week, two weeks. Well, it's kind of like um, uh, the only thing I can I can put into relations to. Okay, um, Dark Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, this is going to be months, so I'm not I'm not I'm not burying a movie like. Right. at it the time that it's still in theaters and talking bad about it. I'm saying that, you know, as of this recording, which people will hear a couple months from now, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it could have turned around. So I don't want to have contributed to that, you know, like you're still going to see it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I haven't, you know, gotten you to not spend money on going to see that film. So I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody by, by bad mouthing it. Um, I just, this is just what I've heard. And I really hear, you know, this much ire towards, like I don't think I heard this much ire towards um, the third one, X Men Three: Last Stand, you know, and that was roundly like panned, you know, as was X Men Origins Wolverine. But then X Men First Class kind of brought it back, you know, brought it back to people on some level. You know? Well, it's kind of like um, okay, so it's kind of like one of Stephen King's like, and this obviously uh, Marvel has nothing to do with Stephen King. Um, but one of Stephen King's greatest achievements was the Dark Tower series, right? Um, sure. There was like seven or eight books in it, and and each book was phenomenal, right? Okay. So the – and of course – well, actually, no, because you know what? I think Marvel did come out with a comic book series based on the Dark Tower. Um, but it was just basically the same thing, but just in comic book uh, format. Sure, yeah. Um, Marvel does that. Yeah, they, have this, <laughs> they did – I have a, a 2010 uh, – that movie, the sequel to 2001 – Right. I have a I have a Marvel um comic comicization comic adaptation of it. But the thing about it is is that mm-hmm. so when the movie finally came out, The Dark Tower, The Dark Tower. Uh, it basically, I mean, I I thought it was great. Um but a lot of people said it wasn't like to their expectations, like kind of like uh, you know, dive bombed mm-hmm. and i remember like early reports because don't forget like rolland is a white guy in, in in the in the series right yeah he's like a clint eastwood rutger howard type and in the movie he's a black guy and yeah. i remember like what i remember like reading about it on facebook Idris social Silva. 
and, and everyone's like, cool. he's a black guy. He can't be a black guy. And I'm like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, it, it's like, people get really it, worked up about that stuff. Right. Like, why, why are you worked up about who plays the character? Be more so if it's going to be like more towards the storyline or the story in general. And okay, obviously it has its differences because it's a movie that's, that's based on eight books. So I, I get the idea, but I mean, no, I mean, as far as like dark, dark Phoenix is concerned, I have to see it because I'm a huge X, uh, X-Men fan. Mm-hmm. And for me to not see this movie, it would just be criminal. So yeah, no, I mean, so, everyone has their own opinion on, on the movie. Like, you know, my opinion may differ from your opinion. So obviously, what you say is not going to spoil it for me. I'm still going to go see it. Right. And we, you know talk, I mean? we talked about three things with Dark with Dark in the uh, title or the description. Talked about the Dark Phoenix, Dark Tower, and Dark, dark Rides. Tower. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so the thing about Dark Tower, I will say, I did I did like that movie, and um, oh, oh. I the you know of all the things that 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 movie. All the things that were wrong with that movie, the casting of Idris Elba was not one of those things. You know? No, really not. There was Attic- plenty Attic- wrong with that movie, as far as well, you know. If it's if we're looking for an adaptation of the Gunslinger, that ain't it. But no. it is an interesting essence of setting up this world. If they were to be able to go forward and kind of like you know, it's like because well, people who read the books, they really want to see a literal, a literal adaptation. I mean. That's the thing. If it's supposed to be an adaptation of The Gunslinger, right? Obviously, The Gunslinger being the first book in the series, right. which is right behind me, by the way. Um, yeah. It is definitely a poor adaptation of The Gunslinger. You're, you're right. That's not it. It's not there, an adaptation of The Gunslinger. I mean, no. it, it, is a, it is a suggestion of it, but that's fine. That's my point. My point it's is it's fine. It it's suggests not the, the essence of the series as a whole. You know, right. it, it's, 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 well, it's I, something I that... that sorry, go ahead. That's where they went wrong. Well, it's okay. also for people who have read these stories and like these stories. The movie, if they watch it, they're going to be inclined probably to not like it or to go, you know, or, or the thing because they're going to be expecting one thing. If they don't go expecting right. that, then they'll be fine. But I mean, like people are going to then also, by the way, for people who don't know anything about these stories, it is not that easy to follow. That's very true because I mean, you have. It's an alien story. You know, right. people aren't they don't know where it's going. They don't know what to expect. And right. There's this element of like, is this what the books are like? I, I uh, what does it explain it more in the book of what this guy's doing and who he is and why he had? And it's like, no, because oh. a lot of this isn't in the book. <laughs> right. I mean, that's I'll, okay. I'll, what I do like about the stories, the books, mm-hmm. is that even though it's like all over the place, it does explain a few characters that probably, if you just read their standalone stories, you wouldn't have. Like, take Randall Flagg for example, right? Mm-hmm. If you just read the stand, right, you really necessarily understand why this guy has like all the powers he has you know from a you know from a a viral a viral apocalypse so to speak right because that's basically how the stand started it started with a viral apocalypse and all of a sudden this guy comes along and he's like a legion of demons or whatever he is and it's like well how's this guy possible but he's a demon right but when you read when you read the 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 Dark Tower series kind of, kind more of. actually he's more of a sorcerer I think yes he's more of a sorcerer right but he, he's, he's a bad he, dude he's a bad dude he's that a, works for the Crimson he's King. a bad magical dude he's a bad magical dude right but it, it at least explains that he's a bad magical dude he's the scariest kind of bad dude is a mad bad dude with magic powers 
Right, 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 right. Which is like that is the, well, like you know, uh, you know, Brightburn, you know. The, but the cast. Bad, but now sorry, take the, take, <laughs> take the movie. The, the cast is phenomenal. There's nothing wrong with the cast. I oh, love no, the yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are we talking about I'm, Dark Tower still? Yeah, I'm not yeah. even a big fan of um, what's his name, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I'm not he was a big. Fine. He was okay. Actually, but, I like what he did with that role. Yeah, in that role, he was fine. Like, I'm not a big fan of his, but he definitely pulled off a uh, 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 Randall Flag perfectly. Creepy dude, man in black. Like, like when he walks up to someone and goes, "Stop breathing," and yeah. then like, yeah, like, yeah, he's like, "Stop breathing." Can you imagine that, like, having that kind of power? Like, if someone pisses you off, you just, like, walk up to him, like, stop breathing. I mean, he's literally the worst person to have that sort of power. Yeah. Well, not a person. No, no. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever been established in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, Stephen King. In the, even the Stephen King, in the Stephen, sorry. In the Stephen King, I'm, I'm asking a specific thing. Right. In the Stephen okay. King universe, I don't think it's been established whether or not there's an afterlife. No. Okay, so if you take Randall Flagg, right? He was in The Stand, mm-hmm. okay? He was in um, the Dark Tower series. He was in um, The Eye of the Dragon, if that's a... Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. something Eye of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, the afterlife is concerned, there's never been, like... Uh, a mention of the afterlife at all it's always been like a multiverse is how Stephen King basically uh, so basically kind of like DC has like its own multiverse uh-huh. Dark, you know if you go into Stephen King's uh, universe it's been established that there's a multiverse and, and basically right. a lot of the books are connected by either events mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, or characters so take like for example Salem's Lot right now you have the priest right and he's like a, a rinky-dink character that nobody would give a shit about. Sorry, Tyson. Nobody would give a shit about. And, and you put out of your mind because you read Salem's Lot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, spoilers. Um, but then you find out that this guy is in the Dark Tower series. Mm-hmm. So maybe you didn't like think about what happened to this. Pre- I mean, he didn't die in the book. Um, spoilers. Um, so maybe you didn't think about what happened to him in Salem's Lot when he burst the vampire, but now he's in the Dark Tower series. Same thing with, um, there is a character, there is a character, um, oh, okay, there's a character in Desperation Point that also happens to be in a different, uh, a different book. See, there's a lot of books that you wouldn't think is part of the Dark Tower series that actually are part of the Dark Tower series, and it's either because of uh, places or characters and things like that. So there, there's lots of like, like take like a book like Booyah Moon for example, right? Stephen King book okay. is part uh, is part of the Dark Tower series. So you realize that the Dark Tower series is like the central hub of the entire St- uh, Stephen King universe, right? Yeah. And so you wouldn't think like Salem's Lot or The Stand or Booyah Moon or um, Rose Red. I, no, not Rose Red. They're Rose Matter. Rose Matter, for example, is part of the uh, Stephen K- or part of the Dark Tower series. So there's everything's been centered more or less around the Dark Tower series, except for the Castle Rock stories. Right, except for the Castle Rock stories, that has nothing to do with it or, or Children of the Corn or anything like that. But um, right, but the yes. Castle Rock stories have their own shared universe, you know. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So, and they do also have supernatural beings and whatnot. 
Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's the thing is that the Castle Rock books they are they I think they're still in the same king verse. They're just more adjacent to stuff happening in the Dark Tower. Like they don't you know what I mean? It's like it doesn't, I think? Ex- doesn't exist in the same time space uh time span. Because think about but this. But there's multiple Castle- time spaces, I mean, yeah. Because Castle Rock, right, or or the Castle Rock series, whether that be like needful, uh, needful things or anything associated with it, that was the last there, one. The yes, f- final one. I don't know if he's done one since then, but that was meant to be the final Castle Rock story. There was a devil or a, a type of Satan in that book, right? Oh yeah. But but when you get into the Dark Tower series, there is no mention of a devil. There's or, or a god. There's a mention of a dark tower that controls everything, like like the nexus of the universe, right? Yeah. And there's a, a mention of something like the devil, but it's the Crimson King. Crimson so King. Yeah. Yes. There's no mention of Satan at all. So it's it's kind of like like again, we go back to DC. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like the multiverse. So speaking of that dark tower movie, did we meet the Crimson King in that? Because I don't think we did. No, we don't. Was he mentioned? In the book, we do. Oh, okay. So, in which in, in which book? In the, series, in the I forget which. Probably forget in the probably in the seventh one, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Because uh, that's the that's the that's the Dark Tower one. That's the one, the last one. No, I think he was. I think he was. I want to say the last chronological one. Probably, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's been so long since I read those. So he was Gunslinger, Drawing of the Three, The Wastelands, Wizard in Glass, Wolves of, Ka- of the Kala, um, Song of Susanna, oh. and The Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Blah, blah, blah. Between Wizard and Glass, and I think it's between Wizard and Glass and the other one. Wolves? The, yeah. There's something called uh, Through the Looking Glass. Oh, so they put a... Through the or something like that. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so basically it's, it's kind of like a, a small side story. Um, the book's like, if you can see me, uh, everybody, the book's like that thick. They can't. Um, hand, I'm blocking where your hand is right now. All oh, right, there you go. Anyway, so the book is not very thick. Uh-huh. Um, and, and it's kind of like, <clears throat> it's kind of like has really nothing to do with it, except for like the characters, Rollins and the, the kid and, uh, the dude and the, and the, I forget the names now, but, um, they're, they're basically held up in a uh, uh, some type of structure because of a storm. So it, it's basically just has nothing to do with nothing, but it is part of the Dark Tower series. Okay, cool. And then actually, too, I mean, if you look at, there is a, there is a, uh, a book of short stories that Stephen King did, and Roland is in one of them, actually. I think, I, I forget the name of this, the short story, but it's, it's so, you, you do... Hear Rollin from time to time, oh, as mentioned? Uh, Dark Tower series. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of, he was mentioned in uh, in the I think near the end of the book Insomnia. Oh, he was also mentioned in. Um, um, oh God, what's that? What's that one now? Was it Hearts so, in Atlantis? Yes, really? that's it. Okay, I just guessed because that has Dark Tower content in it. Um, not in the movie, of course. No, There's, not in the movie, no. But, unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, well, but in the book, yes. But there's this whole new wave of, like, Steve, well, I don't know how many they're doing, but of Stephen King movies, like the new It, which is coming out, and they've had Pet Cemetery since then, and so I'm wondering if these are in a shared universe. Oh, my God, the the new Pet Cemetery dude? I haven't seen it, yeah. My God, it's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Is it? 
Oh yeah. I mean, for I mean, you know how like, dude, we've been friends for almost a decade. Um, and sometimes that is better. Sometimes that is and and well, okay. So you've been we've been friends for almost a decade, and I want to say even though like you know you know you and I never like chilled in the same reality space, real time space. You know me better than most people, basically, and you know how I feel about remakes. You know that I I can either go like I can either say yay or nay remakes, and and this Pet Cemetery was actually like for a remake was pretty damn good. Um, so you got that coming. Well, you already had that coming out. You got the 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 second chapter of it coming out, which the the remake to it was phenomenal. Um, it actually got. A, I, I went to go see it in the theaters. It got a standing ovation. That's how good it was. Um, so and and of course, uh, what's the what's the other Stephen King movie that's coming out? I uh, aside from the second It film, I'm not sure what's coming out. Uh, it was just uh, I just mentioned the Pet Cemetery. Like these, like like now in the Dark Tower, you can see Pennywise is uh, Pennywise's name in it. So I don't know if these new Stephen King movies are in a shared universe, but I would like to think that they are because this is be this would be the perfect time to be able to actually. Keep it consistent because it it also takes place in the Dark Tower universe. I yes, don't, it, I, I don't know yeah. if Pet Cemetery does though. So Pet Cem- and Pet Cemetery isn't a, isn't a Castle Rock story. It's because it's Stand- out in Ludlow or something. It's a standalone movie. Standalone, yeah, but it's next. It's, it's near the town is near um, where stuff has happened. Like it's, there's because the, these, these Castle Rock stories they they also inhabit the same like Cujo you know it, like it's mentioned in other stories like you know Sheriff Bannerman and these these characters or Alan Pangborn you know the, these Ace Merrill you know? yes Ace Merrill yep he was in um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that, that's like the thing about Stephen King is like I like how this show goes from like talking about DC and Marvel to to like a whole straight conversation about Stephen King right. um so the idea like if so. Dear listener, if you're not a, a Stephen King fan, um, Stephen King has the ability to connect stories that have nothing to do with each other, again, by time, place, events, um, and characters. So with that being said, we first I was first introduced to Ace Merrill through um, the story The Body, which if you haven't read The Body, it's Stand By Me. Um Yep. You remember that you remember the movie? <clears throat> oh yeah, I've seen it saw it a, a few times when I was a kid. Uh even take like for example, movie. here's here's something crazy. The Running Man with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger is based on a Stephen King book called The Running Man. That was based on that. Right, when he was writing as Richard Bachman. Yes. It was one Richard. of four four stories compiled for uh, something called the Bachman books. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. of them I don't know, I think I think only one has been a- adapted into a film, but I can't remember all of them are. But I believe there's another one that's being adapted. And then there was another Bachman book called Thinner, which was adapted into a movie as well. Uh, Thinner was now not only a good book, a good movie as yeah, well. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, yeah, I always liked The Dark Half. I thought that was really uh, well the done. The Dark Half I like because if you think about it, it's it's like a... It's like a... And, and it's like a writer's dark half. Yeah. Like, if you're like a, a horror writer, you have to like tap into like some kind of dark, like, like twisted shit. You know what I mean? And I can relate because not that like I'm a sick, twisted person, but like definitely like my normal personality is different from my podcasting personality. So it's something that I have to tap into mm-hmm. in, to, to get to that point. 
And it, it, you're talking about a writer's like whole dark personality coming to life and taking on its own entity uh-huh. in the dark half, and, and phenomenal. His, I loved it. His phantas his phantasmic twin, basically. Mm-hmm. It's almost a doppelganger. Yes, yes, yes. Or maybe it is a doppelganger. Just, like, maybe it's not almost. You, I think we talked about like meeting our doppelgangers before, like in alternate universes and. Th- yeah, I think we've mentioned Doppelganger has come up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have to uh, visit the little boy's room, if you don't mind, and then we get back. I know Tyson has some things he wants to uh, taste and tell us about. Okay. Yeah, I guess we can do that now. Oh. I mean, when you come back, yeah. Yeah, so I'll be right back in five minutes. Sounds good. <laughs> So, Tyson, what do you have to uh, taste for us tonight? Well, let me tell you. Uh, uh, Hunter wasn't looking, but I did a little, little, little motion like this. I went like, like that. And uh, it's because I was imagining if I had long sleeve, like I would pop the sleeves a little bit. Like, well, let me tell you. And it didn't look like anything because I don't have sleeves. <laughs> so, um, there's nothing up the sleeve and there's nothing up the sleeve. Nothing up the sleeve. Nothing up my other sleeve. Oh. Oh. Sometimes I don't know my own strength. Um, okay, so I've got here something called Prairie Belt Smoked Sausages. Smoked Prairie Belt Smoked Sausages. Yeah. It's in, it's in reverse. Now, um, i just like to... Uh, I imagine they're like Vienna Sausages. Vienna, okay. You know, so that's imagining it. Tiny little, you know, bits of sausage in a can. Um, here's what the ingredients here. <clears throat> uh, okay, so the sausage is made of mechanically separated chicken, uh, water, chicken skin, mm. pork skin, pork. Uh, corn syrup, not high fructose, so that's okay, pork spleens. Mm-hmm. Pork spleens. It's very pork specific. Spleens. Very specific. Salt contains 2% of le- uh, or less of mustard, spices, and paprika, and it's natural flavoring. Pork stomachs. Uh, sodium, try something or other, extractives of paprika, and then um, nitrite, smoke flavoring, and then the stock is chicken broth. So, so it's got no. s- skin, spleen, and stomach. Let me ask you this. Now, I know that because we've talked about this uh, quite often, mm-hmm. you have a very uh, specific diet, specific diet, um, that you try to stick to. So, now, would this um, be, like, off of your diet plan or no? No, no, because this is, uh, it's gluten-free. Okay. And it doesn't have, um, it doesn't have any wheat in it whatsoever, so it is actually perfectly fine for my diet, and, um... Let's see, how many servings are there? There's four, okay, there's, a serving size is four sausages. And it has about two servings, so that means there's about eight eight sausages in here. Uh, yeah, it's kind of high in fat. Cholesterol could be better. Mm. So if one sausage, so if I, if I have one sausage, that will be a quarter of a serving. <laughs> so that means it's only 2.5 grams of fat. And then, uh, like, 12 milligrams of cholesterol. 
Sodium is still, it's going to be one quarter of 690, which I can't do in my head at the moment. So, um, but it's got protein. Point is, is I don't know that I've ever had spleen. I don't think I've ever had spleen either. I've had hog brains. Oh, I haven't had hog brains. Did you have the kind canned there in milk? No. Okay. Well, how did you, how did you have your hog brains? Um, basically like that. It looks like um, little Vienna sausage cans. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I got this from a little... There's a place in uh, McKinleyville near where I live called Dollar General. And it's not really a dollar store, although it does have a lot of dollar items. It's just got a lot of reduced price of items. And I found some uh, canned meats that I had not uh, previously seen before. Alongside on the shelf with stuff that I have certainly seen before. Ooh. It's louder than I expected that to be. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna open that. Like, really, that like really opens my mind to something real quick. Now, there are dollar stores and dollar generals all over the place. Probably. Now, they do sell to a certain extent mm-hmm. groceries, mm-hmm. right? Mm, now that looks like a lot of grease. It, um, it does. Grease is the word. So yes, they sell. Uh, but here's my thing, like, should you go grocery shopping at the Dollar General? I mean, they had, you know, they didn't have produce, but they did have um, very basic stuff. It was kind of like a big convenience store, except without, like, gas station convenience store prices, where stuff is, like, more expensive because it's convenient. Right. So it wasn't bad, actually. I mean, a, you know, also go to a grocery outlet where there's a lot of reduced um prices on things you know and you can get like produce that does have produce and you can get some pretty good like you know prices on say a head of cauliflower for example mm. you know you can pay two dollars for a head of cauliflower instead of four or five you know depending on what's available so you know you kind of you, you sort of build your meal plan and kind of pick your shots it's like you know yeah i learned to cook specific things that i can repeat at least once a week um like fried rice i make fried rice every week now sometimes on tuesdays sometimes on thursdays uh, this week it's on, oh, you know, it might be on Wednesday this week. Hmm. Anyway, but yeah. anyway, so yeah, but I, but I have a repeatable recipe. So then that it's like, okay, well, I know I need these ingredients. So then that becomes part of the budget, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just, just like married life, having a kid stuff, you know? That's very true. I'm just, uh, after I want to say a very long time, I'm just, uh, getting back into the whole not married yet until the uh, October thirteenth, but um, Still. I'm getting I'm getting now back into the idea of you know budgeting, um, you know grocery shopping and, and. Do you cook? Oh yeah. Oh good. Yeah. Well, that helps. That helps. Oh yeah. Um, we just we call what's called like a big grocery shop and then a mini uh, grocery shop. So we just did a uh, a big grocery shop where we just. Went nuts. Stock up, oh. get pantry stuff. Yep. Yeah. So. Got to be mindful of those sell-by dates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, I'm telling you, man, since I've been back, like, since I've been in this place, like, I've been excited th- uh, about things like cleaning products. Like, in the past five years, like, it, like, it shouldn't suggest that, like, I wasn't cleaning or anything like that. It's just, like, I just wasn't, like excited about these things like a, a vacuum cleaner like i'm excited about that like i'm excited about coupons you know it is it, just getting back into that mindset again it's it's like it's good, oh my God, like i got cleaning products it's great yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? 
Absolutely. You know, it's it's good to have a good mindset about that stuff because it is. It doesn't. I don't think it, ne- it comes naturally. I think it uh, comes out of maybe you're you're maybe you're what's the word? Not nesting, but maybe you're kind of you're what you're looking for to like domestic life, basically, and perhaps even father life. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, well, I mean, the thing about like obviously this isn't my first rodeo, um, right. but um, certainly you don't lose like those type of small enjoyments in life. You know, you know, like you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I enjoy cleaning again. It's it's just you know one nice. of my things. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So let's let's dive into this. Uh, what is it called again? Uh, prairie belt smoked sausages. Prairie belt. Prairie belt. I'm going okay. for the one in the middle now. I smelled them. Not made from prairie dog. No, unfortunately, because then I'd know what that tastes unfortunately. like. Unfortunately. Sure, why not? I don't know what prairie dog is. What is it, a rat? Is it a rat? So it's like a rabbit, maybe? Or is it uh, more, like a, more like a hamster or a guinea pig? So like, it'd be good in Peru? Like, I think it's in that family. So as you can see, it's basically a Vienna sausage. Yes, it's they, a Vienna sausage. And they smell like Vienna sausages. So I'm just going to bite the end. I'm not going to go for the whole thing here. Yeah. I soft, mm. And it's soft like a Vienna sausage. <laughs> oh my god. Now how like does it have like a saucy like a salty taste or like does it taste like a Vienna sausage? Hmm. It tastes like a Vienna sausage, but it is also a bit saltier and I don't know if smokier is the right term, but I guess I it's got a bit of smokiness to it. Does it have like a smokiness to it? Hmm. I'd say surprisingly, but why would I be surprised it's there on the can? It does kind of have a smokiness to it. No. Nice. That's not bad. Hmm. Nice. So that's... Hmm. Let's see, what's a quarter of 90? It takes four what to make 90? Two 45s. Mm-hmm. So it would make four... Take four... What's half of 45? Thirty-seven fifty? No, sorry. Seventeen oh. twenty-seven? Uh, seventeen seventeen fifty? Seventeen fifty. Uh, that doesn't seem right. That makes sense. No, no. You're right. God, why can't I oh, math? Oh, twenty twenty two fifty. Twenty two fifty. Well, it's kinda like that joke, right? Sure, right. So the joke is, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this is a joke that you can you can pull on anybody, and dear listeners. Don't get offended if you sound stupid, okay? Or not sounds if you feel stupid. You're not stupid, okay? No one's stupid. Um, don't get offended the, if what? Okay, if so you don't sound get, stupid. Yeah. So the the joke is, mm. it's supposed to get you to math, okay? Mm. Most people, when they hear this joke, they're going to math instead of going to the most simplest answer, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, so is it a joke or is it like a, a brain teaser oh, riddle, riddle type thing? It's a joke. Okay. Because of the way it's set up, you're going to automatically try to math, okay? So I like that math is a verb in this story. Here's the joke, okay? Yeah. You got five cows. <clears throat> five cows. Five cows. Two dogs. One cat. How many legs do you have? Two. Correct. That's That's what the intended answer would be. But most people will try to add up all the, the correct. How many cows was it? Five cows. So five cows, four legs. So that's 20, 20 legs plus right. Plus two dogs. So that's another f- two times four is eight. So twenty-eight. 
and one cat. One cat has four legs, so 28 plus four, so 32. So once they do the math, they probably end up saying 32. Right. That's probably the more common answer. So that's what most people would say. Right. But the, the real answer is, if you listen to it, how many legs do you have? So essentially, most people will say, well, okay, well, how many legs do I have? It's like, no, no, no. How many legs do you have? All right. You know, there was, a, speaking of that, the legs and animals and riddles, there was a, um, there was this, uh, it was either, okay, so I've mentioned the HodgePodge book on this show before, and it was this book of like weird folk facts and, and uh, regular jokes and whatnot and jokey jokes, you know. Um, but then it would have stuff in it like, like you'd ask a question and then you'd tell a story to explain the thing, like a small story. Like, for example, the idea of like, um, what was it? Um, oh, horses. On the subject of horses, um, and I'm not par- getting this right, but I'm getting, the, I, I'm getting the mechanics of it, but what? Which, which I own one, by the way. Cool. Um, uh, how many legs do horses have? Four. And they have four. The thing is, is that, um, oh, oh is that, so the person says, I can, I can prove to you that all horses are white. And they have six legs. And yeah, they, and that's the look. That's pretty much the, the response. It's like, what is that? What do you what do you mean? We can yeah. And it's like, so you say, okay, so so every horse is white and has six legs. This is how that, that's true. Um, so everybody knows that horses have four legs in front and two legs in back. So that makes Correct. so that makes six legs. And any horse that doesn't have four legs in front and two legs in back is a horse of a different color. You just lost me in all kinds of avenues. Sorry, yeah, so that... <laughs> <laughs> so every horse has... Every horse has... So the premise is that every horse has, is white and has six legs. Right. Every by the way, it is supposed to be slightly confusing. It's not... You're not lost, but, the, you know, it, it's like... It's okay, so then they say... So, six legs. Six legs. They have four legs in front and two legs in back. Four legs in front, two legs... Okay. That makes six. Because, right, it's because right. of the double, you know, the homonym of four. You know, it's four legs in front, two legs in back. Four. So any horse that doesn't have four legs in front and two legs in back is a horse of a different color. Gotcha. That, that's a horse of a different color. Yeah. That horse of a different color, right? Yeah, it's, it's so, a weird thing. How was the sausages? You know, they're fine. I, you know, I, uh, I realize now that I open them, I, there's not really a way to store them, so I'm probably going to have to finish eating them. That's fine. Um, um, they're not bad. I do have another item, but um, uh, would I recommend them? I guess let's see. I would. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, they're a little snack. If you if you are turned off by soft sausages, you know, then I would um, I would steer away from Vienna sausages or any other canned meat that normally has a snap to it. This is more just like it's like it's not quite mush, but it's barely held together mush. And I don't know. It's it's a specific it's a Dear specific mouthfeel. Dear listener, let me uh, stop Tyson right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type of, in case you don't know me, I'm the type of person that when I hold you in the highest regard, mm-hmm. um, I will certainly take any advice or anything you show me seriously to the point of doing it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to Tyson... I hold him in the highest regard and brother status. Thank you, sir. So, and and you are as well. So, and I, uh, 
since Tyson is my brother, of course, I hold him in the highest regard. Um, I, I, I pretty much, whenever he recommends something, whether it be food, video games, whatever it is, I, I, I try to check it out. Um, in the, in relations to Fortnite, um, that owns quite a bit of my life at the moment. So, I mean, Oh, good. You're enjoying Fortnite. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Um, I also did, uh, I mean, there's other games that I wanted that you, that you've, uh, done that I want to check out myself. Red Dead Redemption is the latest one, too, that I definitely... And you know what's funny about that? My boss, right, who I would like to look at this man, you would never think he plays video games, right? So I had mentioned the fact that you had played, because he obviously knows knows who you are because he listens to the show, right? So I was like talking about Red uh, Dead Redemption, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I own a copy of that. I'm like, wait. You video game? Red Dead like, Redemption 1? He has a copy of No, no, no. The, the latest one. Oh, like, you've been, oh okay. Yeah. So, like, to look at this man, like, you would never think, like, he games, right? So, like, when he, like, like starts talking about it, and I'm like, wait, wait a second. You you play video games? Like, you're, you're that cool? Um, so, <laughs> so he agreed to let me borrow his copy of it so I can play it because, obviously, I'm not going to spend the $60 on myself. Right. Um, now take this chair that I'm sitting on, right? This is a new computer chair oh, or game chair, as it's called. Um, Let's quickly say thanks to my in-laws for giving me the gift card at Christmas time, so I could afford to get Red Dead Redemption too. Yes. Thank you very much. So we bought the chair, and as I was, as as uh, I was explaining to the other half, the amount of money that I spent on this chair, I would never normally spend on myself. So it was if it was a gift for somebody else, I can justify it, like. If I was going to go out and spend like money on like sixty dollars on a video game for somebody else, I can do it, justifiable, sure. not my. So, the fact that he's going to let me play this, it's like, oh my god, I need to play it. It's like everybody's teasing me with this. It's like, no, I have to play it. Have you so? Uh, so you saw the video though that I did of Red Dead Redemption Two? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. I've got actually uh, at least four more that I've taped that I haven't published yet but i just haven't had time to edit them so i'm gonna read just, aside from music on youtube that i listen to mm-hmm. you've been what else i've been like watching on youtube like i watch a lot of youtube so it's like okay like i can either watch my you know i can either like spend time on nonsense yeah. or i can spend time on something i know it's going to be good so i just normally watch you because i know it's going to be good oh, thank you. and i get new ideas yeah. so like that that whole underwater alien world game that you've been playing, like Subnautica. Yes, I so want to play this. I actually have an, I have a new Subnautica video coming out. Uh, I I haven't um, filmed one in a while, but I filmed one last year, and I finally I got it edited out. So I'm going to be publishing that after I get the next Succotash done, which is uh, in, imminently. Um, but this is in the future, so like. This will already it will already have been out by the time I mention this, so so that's good. Um, but that's something for you if you like those if you like those videos. Yeah, you should play Subnautica. It's it's a pretty uh, it's an interesting game. By the way, hmm. for anyone that's out there listening, okay. Yes, I know that Fortnite has a fifty fifty on it. Okay, now when I say fifty fifty, it's either like you look at it as a good thing or like you look at it as a bad thing. Okay. Hmm. Now, take, like, for example, let's look at it as a good thing, okay? Okay. Let's look at it as critical thinking. Sure. Okay? 
Now, <clears throat> obviously, when I first heard of Fortnite, and obviously, like, you know, like, the hype was going, I said, this has got to be the dumbest fucking game on the planet, right? Okay. Except until I saw Tyson play it, right? So here's Tyson on YouTube playing Fortnite, where he, he didn't engage in, like, battling people or, like, you know, running around, build, you know fighting people, whatever. He just built a thing. Like, he just built a thing in the air, which led to a sky bridge, which, like, that's all it took, right? So I'm like, okay. I can see, like, I can see, like, this being kind of fun if, like, you're just sticking to that, that aspect of it. So sure. I down practice it. I practice more, right. So I built a thing. Like, I built a sky bridge. And then on the sky bridge, I built nonsensical things that made no sense. And then I fell to the ground uh, on this little island they provide you. And I'm like, so I'm like staring at this little island and I'm staring up in the sky and I'm like on this grass. And I'm like, gee, they let me build a sky bridge and they let me build these nonsensical things. Can I build a castle? And then all of a sudden, Mario, like the original Mario Brothers popped in my head. Like, you know, like the old like brick, everything was made of brick. Uh-huh. Like, can I build a castle? Super so, Mario Brothers. Yeah. So I built a castle. And then a castle led to another castle, led to a wall, led to towers, led to all kinds of shit. Nice. So critical thinking, like it allows you to think about things. It allows you to build things, to be creative, to like have like that like – I don't know how to like it, it just allows your your brain process to go. So Fortnite, big thumbs up. Um thanks to Tyson, who um basically just started with just building a thing. So I mean I and, I do have a video where I play a little bit of Battle Royale as well. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I think you're more interested in obviously the building of the thing than rather because you know what, dude, I've had hours of fun uh-huh. just building rather than doing a battle royale. Well, good. It's that's good. I'm, I'm actually going to be uh, playing. Speaking of building things, I'm going to be playing Minecraft before too long, pretty much for the first time. I actually have Apple TV, which has Minecraft on it. Really? Have you? Do you play Minecraft at all? I want to. I'm going to start. I have the uh, controller for it. You ever thought about doing gaming videos? Um, Yeah, all the time. Does he have a camera? Yeah. You could probably do that. Might as well publish them on YouTube. If anything, I would just, like, do it and send it to you. Well, you know... That'd be fun too. <clears throat> so, what's your next? Uh, what's your next uh, tasting thing? Next tasting thing? Oh, it's a uh, another Choco Love uh, chocolate bar. Cool. This one. Uh, oh, yeah. What's up? One second. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Okay. All right. Now, what is it? What is it called? Hold on a moment. I'm attempting to open it up. Now it's chocolate, right? Yes. It is. It is. There we go. Okay. It's peach and. Chocolate, peach, and pecan. Yeah, chocolate, peach, and pecan. It's only 33% chocolate. 
uh, sorry, cacao. It's a lighter chocolate than I usually have. I usually have the dark ones. Um, it's Belgian chocolate. So it is, it is peach and pecan in milk chocolate. Um, I'm looking at the bar, and it's in these smaller, not smaller, but like around the same size uh, chambers, I guess. I don't know what to call these, what they call them in the candy-making market, but about the same dimensions of the ginger ones, where it's like about the same, uh, yes. the same size squares. Like the um, salted uh, almond butter ones were definitely bigger pieces, like almost caramelized. So I'm going to break off a piece or two and then and taste it. Okay. I've had good luck with the chocolate love so far, taste-wise. Taste I think what like, would, would throw me off is the peach part of it. The peach, the peach having, like, dried fruit in it? Yeah, I don't know. So I've got, like, a Tetris piece here. I'm going to break a piece over that. Okay. All right, get it down to one piece. All right. So is going to try a square of the uh, chocolate right now. See how that's sticking out of the end there? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if that's peach or pecan, right. but I guess we'll find out. Right. Can't match. Hmm. hmm. Oh, the milk chocolate's good. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if I can identify. Now, um, a piece of either peach or pecan in my mouth. Yeah. For our listeners, where did you obtain this chocolate? Oh, um, there's a market down the street called Murphy's Market, and they have um, a pretty good selection of um, various chocolate bars and also um, an international an international section of the grocery store. It's like a selection of British uh, stuff, which is where I get Marmite from. Mm. I can go down the street and get Marmite. Hmm. I found the peanuts. Or the, the peanuts. The pecans. Those are nice. I'm not sure I can differentiate where the peach is just yet in these pieces, but I'm trying. It's tasty. When it's chocolate, it's really hard to mess up chocolate. Maybe it's easy to mess up chocolate, but like hmm. Do you taste like it's peach and almond, right? So like those two pecan. flavors like pecan. pecan. Peach and pecan, yeah. Now, do they co- like do they go together or do like do they go against each other? They're I think they're complementary at this stage. Um I definitely, um, I can taste, so I can taste the chocolate, and I can mm. feel the texture and taste the pecan, but I'm not, I don't know that I'm getting the peach, unless I'm getting it in a very subtle way against the chocolate, and it is possible. I'm not complaining, because it could be that, it could be that it's very subtle. Mm. Maybe bite a piece. Maybe... Maybe I've got to get further into the bar. Now, if you look at the back side of the bar, mm-hmm. you can kind of see the texture of the stuff that's embedded in it. Um, oh, yeah, like you can see, like, I can see, like, pecans? Probably. Yeah, it's probably the, it's probably the nuts that you can see there, yeah. 
maybe like the the peach is the flavor. That's the thing. It could be. It could be like just smaller bits. You see now, the reason why I would think it might be bigger is because when I've had the um, cherries and chilies, uh-huh. the cherry pieces were bigger and definitely identifiable because it was like kind of like having raisins in a candy bar, which I don't mind. I actually like raisins, but I certainly know a lot of people who don't. Well, actually, I don't know that I know a lot of people who don't like raisins. I had like little raisin action figures with like the different instruments. Remember like instruments? Remember like the little telephone raisins? Hold on. I've stopped making the crinkling noise. What? Remember the little what now? Remember the California raisins? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had like little rubber action figures of those. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Heard it through the grapevine. Heard it through the vape. Yeah. The vape crime. So I'm thinking, like, okay, so what I saw from, like, that chocolate, I saw, like, uh, the back of it, obviously. I saw what could be pecans. So maybe, like, the peach is, like, little flakes, like uh, like the, the flavor of it, maybe. Perhaps. Because yeah. you can see the cross-section. Yes. That just looks like pecan, yeah. It's harder to yep. see whether or not there's... Hold on. Excuse me. I don't know. I don't know if I can visually. It, uh, it, okay, it's possible. It looks like the peach might be threaded into it, so it's there, but it's more like a flavor note than it is a texture component, as far as I can tell. Now, this is just the top three bits of the bar. If I get t- closer to the center of the bar and I end up getting more peach, then I'll have to report back on that later. But right now, um. Peach isn't jumping out at me, but I don't. I, I'm not hating on it. It's pretty good. I mean, they, I've I've enjoyed pretty much all of their candy bars. So, but I'd give this one a four, just like out of five, just like I gave the cherries and chilies a four out of five. Um, because I didn't like it as much as the chocolate and ginger, which had some mm-hmm. nice big pieces of candy ginger, and of course the uh, salted caramel. Sorry, the salted. Almond butter, dark chocolate ones are just, that Dude. is really good. That is amazingly good. I'm telling you right now, salted caramel. That's good, too. I absolutely fucking, like, poop my pants. Because let me tell you something. I love salt, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love spice, more so than sweet. So, like, when you add, like, salted caramel to things, like, mm. oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Now... <clears throat> What's the third thing? Salted caramel and what? What third thing? No, you said there, you had three things tonight, so what's the third thing? Oh, did I say there's a third thing? Yeah. No. I don't know that I have a third thing. <laughs> That's fine. I knew I had two things, but I... Trying to I could have sworn you said there was like a third thing. You know what? Actually, I'll do a third thing. I'll go downstairs and get this thing, because I need to open this bag of stuff, so... I'm Downs- gonna, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. Uh-huh. So, I went to uh, uh, Michigan two years ago, and I found an entire store that, like, sells nothing but beef jerky. Different types of beef jerky, obviously. Well, I've tried ostrich, alligator, Welcome back. Hello. 
Now, when you say downstairs, yeah. Do you have like two, like you yourself, like your apartment? Do you have like two levels? It's split level. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically okay. So instead of being like that, it's got uh, you walk in and it's got bedrooms. Two, it's got um. Bedroom, bathroom, and then master bedroom, which has a bathroom and shower and whatnot, on the top. And then uh, there's a set of stairs, and it goes down into living room, kitchen, dining room area. So, every, so all the living room stuff is downstairs, and then the in the kitchen, or the pantry in this case, where I would get a food item out of, <laughs> downstairs. And then every, the bedrooms and sleeping area and, and otherwise are upstairs. So. How many bedrooms? Hmm? How many bedrooms? Oh, two. Gotcha. Only two. Two bed, two bath. We needed two bath. And it has a washer and dryer, which is nice. Hell yeah, dude. I got mine in my closet. Yeah? Well, yeah, so like this place, right? Mm-hmm. You have a um, you have a walk-in closet in the living room. You have a walk-in closet in the bedroom. And then you have a, uh, a kind of a walk-in closet. But they put the wash and dryer in it, so. Hmm. But so it's got this where the wash and dryer hookups are. No, no, there's a wash and dryer in there, stackable. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Washer dryer combo. Yeah, let me show you. Hold on, one second. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you can see this when uh, gets the final video up, um, this is what my washer and dryer looks like. Hold on. Hmm. Um, other side of the screen. Other side. And then pull it back a bit. Go actually go further to the um go further to the left. Yes, there now I can see. See I'm I'm okay. I it's take it away for a second. I'll show you you I'm I'm fully on your screen, right? So right about here on your screen, from here to about here is where I am. So I'm blocking out everything in that area there. So you kind of put it behind me. But if you move it over there, then then this is where we can see it. So yeah, so I got to see the picture once it was moved over to the layer there. So that's it's like, yeah. Nice. Washer dryer combo. Cool. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, like, you lose kind of like, if you have like a normal washer and dryer, like you have more room, obviously. But like with that, it's stackable. So it's it's just fits in the closet. It's perfect. Awesome. So, um, I've got, um, from Haribo. From where? Haribo. 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 H-A-R-I-B-O. The candy people that make, uh, gummy bears. Oh, gummy bears. Like gold gummy bears, the ones that are like, uh, in the, in the, in the gold package. That's the Haribo ones. They also make, um, these, uh, Blackberry and raspberry gumdrop things that are covered in tiny little uh, candy, um, either black or red balls. Tiny, yes. tiny little balls, yeah. Uh, anyway, but they also make uh, de schlumpfe in gummy form. And uh, for those of you who don't know what de schlumpfe is, it's, um, it's, it's the Smurfs. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's gummy Smurfs. Yeah, so I'm going to open this, and it's going to make a lot of noise, because it already does. Ouch. 
going to have to get a longer cord for that for it. I'm actually opening it slightly differently than the opening instructions, which is probably why I'm not doing so well. Alright, let's see here. It looks weird. Uh, lots of things, but... I actually have a little, ru little rubber Smurf toys. You know, rubber Smurf toys? Like, they didn't do anything. They were just, like, hard rubber toys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And are they as tall as they are in the cartoon, or are they different? Because in, in the cartoon, do you remember how tall Smurfs are supposed to be? Yes. How tall? They, by centimeter? Well, they use, they use a certain unit of measurement in order to get them. I think we've actually had this conversation before. <laughs> they were like this tall. Yeah, yeah. They're three apples high. That's how tall they are. Yes, no, these were definitely not three apples high. <laughs> so neither the, neither are these. In fact, these are uh, about gummy bear sized, even maybe slightly bigger. So I'm gonna, here's a, I guess, your regular version of, of a Smurf. Okay. It's, it's blue with the white hat. Not to sound dirty, but it it kind of sound, it, it kind of looks like a head with yeah, or a fish. Kind of, or a fish, right? It's also I think it's smiling. I don't know how good the camera is on that, but can you see can you make out its face? <laughs> yeah, I can make out. That is one happy piece of candy. All right. <laughs> So there's that. Then there's also, with a different shape, by the way. <laughs> we got so much trouble. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> it's Papa Smurf. He's like got the red hat. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the red hat. And he's got a big smile on his face there. No shit. <laughs> Which is weird. Well, and then the other shape is, of course, uh, which is actually a very similar shape, but it's... <laughs> Smurfette. They have Smurfettes, yes. They have little Smurfettes. So now... You know what's funny about this is why I'm losing my shoes, because they look like perverted candy. Do they? They just look yeah. like Smurfs to me. They're thick. So I think it's only Smurfs. I don't think there's any Darkabells or Azrael's in here. So, so which which Smurf head do I bite off first? The white one. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to go with the white one. It's like, so definitely a happy looking. I mean, he looks like it could be Happy Smurf. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's not. It's Jokey Smurf. I can I can tell that it's Jokey Smurf because he's he's got. I don't know if you could see that, but he's got a little package. He's holding a little box. He's holding the little box, the one that explodes when you open it. Had to leave the room. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna try Jokey Smurf, and hopefully he won't explode in my mouth. 
<laughs> yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Well, well they're a bit waxier than normal gummy bears. I almost got a gumdrop consistency. That killed me. Mm. Uh, so I was, now is it a fruity flavor or is it like a gummy, a gummy bear flavor? You know, it, it it's like a, like a fruity gumdrop. Mm. Actually, kind mm-hmm. of waxy. Mm-hmm. In the way that, in the way that dots and GGBs are kind of waxy. Where they okay. got, they're kind of like. Words. I just got really paranoid that this has got weed in it. I'm going to read, I'm read the ingredients again. Hmm? Nope, I'm okay. Good. Okay. So it's, but these do so have like interesting fruit flavors in them. Okay, so it's, it's kind of like different flavors of gummy bears, basically. Yeah, and they got the, um, the different, I don't know if they've got more than Jokey Smurf in here. As far as the um, as far as the generic Smurf goes, mm-hmm. but it's got like the flavor looks like beeswax. Okay, so the flavors are like elderberry extract. Mm-hmm. It's got orange, black currant, okay, lemon, chokeberry, chokeberry, chokeberry and grape flavors. Speaking of choking, so. So, uh, which, uh, Papa Smurf or Smurfette should I taste next? Papa Smurf. I will Papa Smurf into my mouth. <laughs> that was great. Oh. So, is it a different flavor profile? That's a good question. I, I, I cannot determine that. It is sticking to my teeth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, much more like like a gumdrop in the consistency of dots. You've had dots before. Used to get oh them, yeah. Used to get them at Halloween all the time. They're like yep. a, you know, they're not a soft gumdrop. They're like a real kind of you know, not as hard as jujubes. Mm. Softer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not jujubes are kind of like, hmm? no. like a little tough. Yeah. Like a candy that really makes it work for it. The most hated candy, of course, of the Halloween season is candy corns. Yeah, oddly. Mm. I really like Necco wafers. What is it called? Necco wafers. I don't think I've ever had those. They're little discs, and they're, mm-hmm. they're flat, like coins. Right. And um, I guess I described them by saying they're a disc. But um, it's so they're flat like coins, like a disc, um, like a disc, like a disc. And their flavors are kind of like um, old school, like peppermint and anise and like cinnamon, like spice drop flavors. You know, all sp- like- all spice. You know, peppermint, spearmint, like you know, things like that. They're nice. pretty good. There's there's one that's fruity, like it was one that's like an orange flavor, I think. I think. And that's, I should, like, get a sleeve of Necco wafers and try to be like, okay, this is what color it is, this is what flavor it is. 
sometime. Yeah, do they still make those? Oh, yeah, nickel wafers are everywhere. Um, probably get them on Amazon if you can't find them at the local um, candy store. But they're, they're sold, in a, sold in a little sleeve, a little tube of stuff, and it's like wax paper looking thing. N E C C O. Necco. They're like, um, you know, they're like a hard candy, but they're really thin, so they, they don't, they don't, like, they're not like. On the teeth, you know, they're. You know, you know who likes to chew on things is my kid. Who really likes to chew on his, his, his little ring for his gums, and he just like. Speaking of which, during the late 80s, there was a, if I remember this correctly, and probably nobody else will, there were these um, wax figures, so to speak. Wax figures, okay. Of different, like, classic monsters, like the old Hollywood monsters, right? Uh-huh. And... Inside were like juice of some kind, so like you had to like bite into these things. Oh yeah, were they like the bottles, except they are shaped like monsters? Yes. So like nickel, yes. nickel nips, except um, yes. I think they're called nickel nips. Do you remember those like during Halloween time? Vaguely, I, I think kind of. I know that I remember like wax vampire teeth. And it was like, well, it was yeah, like chewing wax. Hmm. You mm-hmm. chew, chew it like gum. Yep. And, but you not swallow it, though. You're not supposed to swallow that stuff. No, 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 not at all. It's like, it's, how did that idea stay around for so long? <laughs> Just chewing on something? Well, I guess it's at least as long as people have been chewing on well, that's, that's the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'm not going to... I don't know. I guess I could taste Smurf in it later. Oh, by the way, to give uh, Ethan a shout-out, or, you know, give him a thumb... Well, not a thumbs-up, but to give him a... CDBabier.com. You can go there and get the uh, first three Combat Radio uh, Halloween Haunted albums Mm -hmm. for, uh, what is it, 1999? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. Each or like in a. Yeah, no, each. Each is 1999, and of course, each soundtrack is 99 cents. Lots and lots of tracks on it. It actually is a deal if you buy it for at the $20 price. And the only reason why I say this is because, obviously, at this time, this time, last year, or year before that, uh, we did our own... Um, contribution. Contribution. And usually with uh, Combat Radio, it starts way earlier. And so, so we're, like, uh, uh, recording in July and... Nowhere near Halloween, of course, but just because we're talking about candy and shit like that, just popped in my head. Sure, yeah. Totally. I'm sane, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm saner. Literally. Literally. <clears throat> you know who's... Okay, so you'd say, who's saner? Mr. Saner or Mr. Saner's baby? Mr. Saner. Actually, it's Mr. Saner's baby because he's a little saner. Ah, <laughs> Yes. Well, you'd have to say your baby is a little saner than you are. Yes. I would definitely have to say that. Well, that's about all the time we have for Antisocial Show. I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Peace. Smart fat. Ah.
Have a good time, folks. 